Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, very clean again. Two penalties, um, only 13 yards of penalty yardage. So we talked about the uh, the big Grady Jarrett sack. Arnold Ebicady had a big sack too. We touched on the Jalen Hawkins interception, the Cordell Patterson 103-yard touchdown run. I'm bringing up these sequences because they were all very important. And that brings us into what Squid Billy, Bo Morgan, thought the most important sequences were in Squid's sequences. About that time, Bo Morgan, what you got? Well, one of my sequences was some of the special teams miscues. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about it, and, and I want to go specifically to the to the first the first kickoff. Um, you, you score a touchdown, and then you allow them to basically. I mean they they return the uh, yeah. uh, Jones returns at fifty five yards to the the Falcons forty four. Yeah, and that put them in good range and they immediately kind of start rolling with a short field. They use it as a, you know, the, as, as almost like a quick change of possession that we see short field and, and, and defenses kind of get taken, uh, taken, uh, taken aback by it. That's what happened there. And that led to this game being tied and that kind of put the dog fight on right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Avery Williams fumble, which you at, they ended up getting nothing out of, which, um, was a good job by the defense, you know. Right. You're going to get the ball back, but instead it doesn't happen. And, um, you know, you, you kind of get saved there. And it, and it ended up being kind of a good thing. But you get the ball, 
You're dealing to the side. Why I'm yawning so much? I apologize. I've never yawned this much. Uh, I don't know what is going on with me. Um, so let's reset. Yeah. You get you get the ball. It's ten seven. Uh huh. And Cordero busts one out on a cutback, and it yep. looks like he could have taken it. And then he gets caught from behind. Gets on the traffic. Ball gets out. They immediately score. To yep. me, this is a critical juncture in the game because yeah. the Bears have now scored seventeen straight points. Yep. They're up 17 to 7 mm-hmm. and now you're down at home in a in a game you really really need to a team you really shouldn't lose to. Correct. And it the, the scene is set. Cordero Patterson, you just gave it up, man. You just <laughs> gave up a big fumble and things aren't looking good. They're you're down like I said, 17-7, and the kickoff to CP, and man, he takes it to the house. 103 yards for the touchdown. He breaks the record, or or he breaks his own record that he shared. He right. now owns the record over Josh Cribbs and uh, somebody else, and now it's his. <laughs> All his. That puts you at 17-14 with about, I think, two, maybe two minutes left there in that quarter. Now, boom. Here we go. The game is on again, right? Right. The Bears get the ball with 4.18 to go. Excuse me. It was 4.18 to go. And they start driving. And you're able to kind of hold up. Uh, you, you, they they start driving down the field, and then you get a holding call against them. Now mm-hmm. it's first and twenty. Fields got six yards. Then he threw a ball incomplete. That that might have been when he hits his guy in the back of the head. And now you're pushed back on fourth and nine. And for some reason, they decide to kick here. It, now they didn't <laughs> kick earlier in a similar situation, but right. they're going to kick fifty-six right. yards, right? Mm-hmm. Santos misses it, never had a chance, hit the crossbar, um, boom. Now that flips the field. There's a minute 10 left, Dylon. Yep. And you're getting the, you're getting the ball on your own, uh, see, Think- 56. So you're going to they're kick it from the 46. You're getting the ball uh, around the 39-yard line. Right. Or actually, you got it on the 46 because you got it from where they actually kicked from. So Okay, yeah. The the, the 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 short field, the Falcons boom boom. Marcus makes uh makes a little run. Mm-hmm. Then he hit he hit Drake for a first down. Uh, he hit he hit Pitts. So actually the the Drake one get called back. So then he hits Pitts, gets nine yards back. He hit Demir Bird for nineteen. Now you're in field goal range. Algier gets another nine. You run on. You kick the field goal. Now you go into the half. You spike the ball. You go into the half before you kick the ball. You go into the half now, tied at 17. This yep. was the game moments, you know, five minutes ago, you're down by 10. You yep. have completely flipped the script. You have yep. turned it back, and now the game is on, right? Your game right. is on. Well, that's the second sequence. And, and by the way, CP started that. Well, he didn't start it, but he helped it, and then – Boom. 
You just turn it on. It was an amazing mm-hmm. turn of events. It was a great sequence. That sequence saved the game. Oh, for most definitely. I mean, it was that was a very important juncture in the game. And you know, Cordell Patterson and Arthur Smith both mentioned it. That that right there, you you could feel it. You could feel like, okay, this could be a turning point either for the good or the bad, depending on what you did on that drive and it ended up being a a uh, short drive, maybe not even really you could call, call it a drive because he returned it for a touchdown. So, no, that was a huge, huge, important uh, juncture in the game. Turning point, like you said, could have gone one either way. And it was funny, too, just to mention this real quick. <laughs> uh, Dave Archer asked uh, CP, like, you know, what was going through his mind when he was taking that kickoff back. And he said, I was just a little angry. I fumbled. So <laughs> he had that on his mind. And he had, he had redemption on his mind for sure. And he did a whole he did that and more. Yeah, I told my boy, I said, I don't think uh, I don't think that thing's going anywhere. I think you're good to go because he was like, yeah, you know, everybody's always breaking records. And I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah. The kickoff has really been taken out of the out of today's game. Exactly. It's no it's nowhere near what it used to be. So that could be a that could be one that that we really see safe mm-hmm. uh, moving forward. But, you know, the final sequence that I have. Is. Is really just a drive, you know. The the the, the Falcons score, Bears score. It's now twenty four piece, and there's there's point. You know, you get the ball like eight minutes left. The Bears went on a nice drive over eight and a half minute drive. The Bears own the time of possession in this game. I think they owned it by eleven yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. You get it, and you're ready to go. Let's go. Let's go, baby. This is one of these drives that we've so often seen at times, three and outs. This is one you need. You know, mm-hmm. they have came back and tied this game up. Now, let's go do something. And and it starts off ho-hum. Mariota had a little scramble and only gained two yards, but then he hits Demir Bird for 10. And now right. you kind of get rolling. Then CP busts off one for seven. Now CP busts off one for, for four. And then uh, – then Algier comes in and runs over some dudes. He even injured Joe Thomas on this yeah. play for four yards. Had a stoppage. We took a timeout on the field. Now CP's back for another five yards, and and now now you're in. You're kind of in that that area around the 38 yard line. This is the only thing I didn't really like. Fourth and two, because he loses a yard. Now you're at fourth and two. I love yeah. the fact that Arthur. The way he designed that, he spread it out. He got uh, he got CP rolling again. He gained six yards. You get a first down. Now you kind of went in settle mode here. I didn't love this. This is what I didn't love because mm-hmm. you kind of go in settle mode. You run the ball a couple times, and then and then the two minute warning when you come out, and you got an opportunity. If you're gonna get the first down, you get the first down. But you want to at least complete something and run a little clock or make them burn a timeout. Right. But you didn't. You threw it. You took a shot. And Alameda never located the ball. I, I thought mm. the ball would have been located fine. That that looked like a, a kind of a fade route, a deep yeah. fade route. But he never really located it and turned around. I don't know if he was getting held, if he got tangled up. I didn't catch the whole – I couldn't it watch was, him the whole time. It almost looked like he thought it was going to come over the other shoulder. Because at least when I saw it on replay, it looked like he thought it was going to come over his right shoulder, but it came through his left shoulder towards the sideline. So I'm not sure what happened there, but uh, but yeah, it looked like he just looked over the wrong shoulder. Yeah, so 
Now you kick, but but you kicked a field goal, and Youngway wasn't a it wasn't a short field goal, and that was a fifty three mm-hmm. yarder. So he had yeah. to boot it, but it was right down the middle. And here you go, now you got it. And and obviously we know what happened uh, after that. Um, the, the defense came up and and really made a play. So it, 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 Justin Fields, that was look. I know we're kind of off squid. That was kind of my final sequence. But the one yeah. thing I'll say is, yeah. you saw just how limited, and we've seen it on our on our own where we don't feel like we're we're good enough in the passing game to make mm-hmm. plays late when yeah. you need to drive the field. And that happened to the that happened to the Bears today. That happened to Justin Fields because basically they couldn't they couldn't throw the ball they needed to. You know, that possession, yeah. that final possession, Fields comes out, gets hit hard by Alford. That's when he banged up his left shoulder. Then he slides uh, on another run on second down. And then on third down, he throws, ball gets stepped up. Jalen Hawkins, it wasn't even his guy, nope. but he comes over and makes a play. So we saw once again Falcons defense makes a play. So yep. at the end of the game, I think that's the third game this year the Falcons defense is sealed and the five victories with an interception yeah. uh, on a final drive. Yeah, I mean, the Falcons' defense has been pretty clutch this year. Um, and, I, I mean, really, I, the Falcons' defense, the way they were able to pressure Justin Fields late, that was a huge part of the game because, like you said, Justin Fields was pretty banged up, and not because of anything the Falcons did illegally. I mean, they were just, they were getting clean hits on him. It's just they were able to hit him so much. And like you said, we ended up with four sacks, which is good. But it felt like we could have ended up with seven, like easily seven sacks, because Grady Jarrett, Lorenzo Carter, Arnold Ebicady, Abdullah Anderson. I mean, they were all in the backfield, and they were in the backfield late in the game too. So, um, got to give credit to the Falcons' defensive line and that that really that front seven because they they made plays in the backfield. and They were in the backfield. And it didn't necessarily seem like they they sped up Justin Fields' like mental clock, but they were getting licks on him, and that that was really what, what was most important. So the Falcons defense really came up big, uh, big yet again. So Falcons get the win, like we said, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Those were squid sequences, 